0: Cheer up, dude. It's Christmas.
1: That's what Christmas is all
2: about, Charlie Brown.
0: Keep the change, you filthy animal.
2: You must believe in Mr. Kringle and keep right on doing it. You must have faith
3: in him. From now on, gang, we won't let Rudolph join in any reindeer games. Right? Right.
1: Right. Right.
3: Ah, It must be Italian. Oh, Me on vacation. On Christmas Eve! Where's your Christmas spirit? Tis the season to be merry.
1: What's a Christmas cram? I want one! Merry Christmas one
2: and all! Welcome, everyone, back to another episode of Muggle with a Mic. Today is our Christmas TV holiday special episode. And we've got Phil here. Hey, Phil. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And we have a very yeah. special guest with us. Um, it is uh, Saint Nicholas Reynolds. <laughs> hey, Saint Nick.
1: <laughs> How are you? You're about the only person that would describe me as a saint, but I'll, I'll take it.
2: It's all in the eye of the beholder, right?
1: Absolutely. Of course.
2: Yeah. Of course. Uh, everyone knows Nick from previous episodes that we've done. We interviewed him initially, and then we also did a Parks and Recs episode.
1: That's right. I'm uh, glad to be back. Good to see you, Kay. Good to see you, Phil. Thank you for having Good me. To see you. We're happy. You're looking having... mighty festive today. You know, tis the season. I, I really do dress like this all through January as well, just to make sure I don't get those gloomies that set in. But I went extra festive for you guys today.
2: I love. I love the green wall in the background too.
1: Yes, that is either a beautiful Christmas landscape with my tree, or my uh, green screen for auditioning. It's just you choose whatever you need it to be
2: it's it's multifunctional that's what it is yeah yeah there you go well let's describe i've got all kinds of festive stuff in the background phil you've got a is that your harry potter tree yes
0: it's a yule ball tree this year it's it's, excellent um, but yes and i got the harry potter stockings
2: yeah as we said houses hung with care harry potter is always associated with christmas but um Let's also show off our Christmas mugs. Uh, why don't we let Nick go first? Because I hear you have multiple.
1: Well, I do. Uh, I do have my one porcelain Christmas mug here. That was this actually my wife's, and she's allowed me to use it for this. Purpose. Oh, geez, I'm just kidding. Uh, for this purpose, and only because I rarely have the occasion to show this off in the holiday tradition. I have a Halloween mug that I would like to share with you as well. Okay. And I got this in a uh, Disney Springs in uh, Orlando, Florida one time. And it's the mayor from uh, uh, cr- nice. um, Nightmare Before Christmas yeah. and then his flip face on the back. And the hat comes nice. off. I just, wow. the, 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 great, the greatest mug. And since it's debatably a Christmas movie anyway, I figured it would count. So there we go.
2: You have two mugs that both have head attire.
1: Yeah, I want somebody staring right back at me first thing in the morning. That's uh, what makes me comfortable getting up.
2: That gets you. That wakes you up right away when you're staring at the mayor. Yeah, two oh.
1: cold,
0: dead eyes focused right here. Yeah.
2: <laughs> All right, Phil. How about you? What's your mug?
0: I have i am a. I'm a cotton-headed nanny muggins.
2: <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm going to give you grief, Phil. You—that's a repeat for you, right? Hmm. You did Is that it? on the, yeah, on the Spider-Man episode, you had that mug. Oh.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, he's uh, well admitted, I was he's hadn't
0: I hadn't had any mugs. Yeah. Well, I Wow, well, I can go grab another one.
2: No, <laughs> hold it's on. fine.
0: Because I... we don't want to... <laughs> no, literally... no, 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 hold on.
2: <laughs> Nick, I will give you, asked you some, for it. I'll give you some backstory. I don't have as many mugs as Phil has, so I have repeated mine gotcha. multiple times, so he always gives me a hard time. Oh, look, that was quick. <laughs>
0: How about, right, did I use this one last got. year?
2: Yes, you did. Merry you used that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you haven't used that one.
0: Another, another elf.
2: Nice. We finally got one. We got one.
0: Okay. Okay. I've got more.
2: Right. We'll do a whole <laughs> episode just right. on your Christmas mugs. How about that? All right. Well, mine is very apropos. It says, this is my Christmas movie watching mug. There you go. Oh, man
1: pretty on the nose there. Okay. Very nice.
2: It's really tall. It's nice pop, lot, too. It? Yeah. 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 That's from the Dollar Tree. A dollar. That's how much was it? A dollar.
0: Are you sure? Because <laughs> inflation, everything's like a dollar twenty-five now, I think.
2: Well, Dang, we'll God. just, we round down. All right. So let's get into, actually, we want to catch up with Nick. Nick, we're so excited you're back on here with us. And you've been doing a lot since You've last been on the show. What have you done? The major thing was a little show called, I don't know if people know about it, but it's called Law and Order.
1: Yes, uh, they're, they're calling this one Special Victims Unit. And if you guys could watch, it would be so helpful because I don't really know if this show is going to catch on or not. Um, <laughs> it's just, its the little engine that could, you know it's what I mean? But trial. God willing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 2022. Thanks for having me. First off, 2022, was a really good year for me, if I'm being honest. I, I got to um, start off the year by doing a little scene on, um, it's a Showtime show called City on a Hill, and I played a nurse who was helping Kevin Bacon with uh, a particular ailment that's, uh, if I'm being honest, is a little blue to talk about right now, but it's a funny little scene if you if you get it in a second. And then... In the spring, I got to uh, be on a, a show called CBS. Uh, excuse me, it's on CBS it's called FBI Most Wanted, and um, that that jolly episode, I played a father who had just had his whole family murdered. So more of a romantic comedy. Uh, that <laughs> I was gonna say, did you um, play traditional... a
0: character, or were you the FBI's most wanted? Was it <laughs> no, life? I was. I, I was. Yes, I was not implicated <laughs> in
1: anything. Uh, for that one, and then yeah, this uh, over the summer, and then it aired this fall was uh, Law and Order Special Victims Unit. I played another dad on that one, uh, taking my family to New York City for the first time, and uh, in typical Law and Order fashion, things didn't go that well.
2: Yeah, but, don't um, don't ride the it, subway.
1: You know, uh, you, you're you're taking a risk. Maybe you'll maybe you'll get the mariachi band. Maybe you'll get what I got. So yeah. Yeah, it's just up to you.
2: And I, I have to, I have to say, I watched the whole episode. I loved your part because you not only mentioned Harry Potter, but your daughter was a violinist, correct?
1: There you go.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, double a Katie double whammy.
2: Yeah,
1: it was awesome. <laughs> Everybody, like, I couldn't tell that many people about, you, you know, it, this is not exactly a Marvel movie in terms of its secrecy, but you're really, you are not supposed to talk about the plot of mm-hmm. anything you do before it comes out, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. And people wanted to know, they're like, oh my gosh, SVU, that's so great. Are, are you coming back? Are you going to do more episodes? And I was like, ah, uh, <laughs> not as this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Unless this show takes a drastically different turn, it takes a little Game of Thrones style turn, but yeah,
2: maybe you'll be on an episode of Ghosts.
1: <laughs> fine with me.
2: Yeah, whatever it Walking is. Walking Dead. Walking Dead. Ooh,
1: Walking Dead.
2: Yeah.
1: Down in Atlanta. That's that shows the King of Atlanta.
2: Now it just ended, right? I, I think, think there's several Walking spinoffs Dead.
0: though. Yeah,
2: oh, yeah, oh, yeah absolutely. absolutely.
0: It just ended, but
2: mm-hmm. I
0: think. Uh, I kind of dipped out of that a while back.
2: Yeah, that is <laughs> some it, of the
0: bigger characters What
2: what is your thought on that about a show cuz you have Supernatural that's gone I don't know 20 some seasons but then Walking Dead just, it fizzled out. There are some shows that you shouldn't be going that long.
0: Yeah, it's it's um, good if they can go out at the height of their popularity instead of kind of diminishing.
1: 100% time has only, you know, been kind to shows like Seinfeld. You know, we get more and more content and then it picks up a little bit of popularity and people are like, all right, keep this thing going, keep it going, keep it going, keep it going. But like you look at something like White Lotus, which is a season in itself, and you get closure, you know, tell your story, end your story, give me give me closure, stop yeah. introducing <laughs> brand new surprise characters and all that stuff. Everybody's, Everybody's getting over that. So hopefully many series are making their way.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, it's like um I think the British have a good idea where their seasons are like usually only six episodes and they don't yeah. go that many seasons. Some only go one and that's how they intend them to be. And I think that quality is better sometimes over quantity.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, I think most of the time, especially here in America, Hollywood, they look at it as an investment. Hey, like we do one good show or one good movie and then. You know, dollar signs. We got to make more because it's an easy cash grab.
1: It seems. It seems right. Like the answer to all your questions is money.
0: There's no other reason. Yeah. <laughs> money, money, money.
2: Yeah. Real. I do want to. I listened to. I know that you cheated on us with another podcast, but. <laughs> 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 I listened yeah. to your episode. What was that podcast you were on about theater uh, school?
1: I, I survived theater school.
2: There you go. Yeah, I listened to that, yeah. but I skipped over one section, and that was your story with Mershka Harkate, and I wanted to hear you tell me it, so I skipped it.
1: Okay, I will. I will try to make this as concise as possible. Okay. When uh, when we were going to do the read through for the episode, it was going to be it's virtual. They still, you know, in NYC is still following a lot of COVID protocols and things like that, so. Mm-hmm. I was going to go this particular day. I was going to go to my dressing room and log on to the to read through with everybody and, and get to meet everybody for the first time. And it just so happens that I had been in the makeup chair right before lunch started getting my whole upper body and face done in um, dead person makeup. Right. Mm-hmm. For, for my morgue shot. Spoiler. Um, <laughs> but they stopped halfway and they're like, all right, we're going to do lunch. Go to your dressing room. Don't cover up though, because you're going to ruin all your, uh, all the makeup. So come back afterwards, and we'll finish you up and take photos. So we go, and I'm like in my little dressing room, and I'm like trying to like bend down and like get as close to the camera as I can. <laughs> we start the read through. Everybody's there: Mariska Hargitay, Ice T. There's a brand new showrunner attached, the director. I haven't met anybody in person at this point. We start reading, and I had the first line of the episode. So we're going, and it's like 30 seconds in, and I get cut off. I was like,
2: know."
1: Hmm, well, going on try to get back on and i get a text from my manager that says casting says you're not wearing a shirt would you put a shirt on please i was like i was like no 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 please 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 uh hair and makeup told me to do this i'm in the middle of of this thing i am not a weirdo i am not (laughs) i am not trying to I, i i'm not trying to make a statement here of of any kind um and they all had a good laugh about it and spread it around. And uh, my the woman who played my wife was not on the Zoom, but I worked with her next day. And she, I was starting to explain to her the story, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I just heard." She said, uh, "I just did a scene with Mariska," and she said, "I got a funny story about your husband." Oh, um,
2: that's so funny! Wow, it's more, it mortifying, right? Yeah, I was like, "I will,
1: I will." I was like, "I'll allow this to be a funny story, but only if everybody knows. If everybody knows." That this was not my fault. Laugh all you want. I just don't need anybody thinking Nick the pervert is is coming in to just you know try and shock everybody or you know make a make a memorable moment here. I was like, oh good lord, it's the end of my career.
2: That's that's hilarious. But no, I'm sure in that moment you just were kind of like, please don't misunderstand what I was doing. You really wish you had the green screen in that moment and put it in front of you.
1: Yeah, (laughs) it came up to here. It came up to here but I, I forced it back down, but all's well that ends well.
2: Well, well, at least they had a good laugh about it. And Mar- Marishka yeah. going to your character wife and saying that it makes it all that much better.
1: And I never had to meet her face to face, which is like, I, I think probably a good thing because I, 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 don't, I don't want her to like, look at me and be like, ah, I don't know about this guy. So I'm like, all right, you stay over there. I'll stay over here. Yeah. So this will be you continue to be the queen that you are.
2: That's awesome. I I did like I have to say about the episode. I really enjoyed the story. I haven't been following SVU, but there's their episodes are so good that you don't have to have watched the whole season to get into the story of that particular episode. So I was understanding that she's having a hard time with that guy that's forcing himself into her department. And then she yeah. just wants to stand up for her victims. She doesn't care about anything else and stand up for the victims.
1: Yeah, she that was definitely uh an episode that focused a lot more or an equally focused on the department itself rather than the than the crime that week. Right. So there was a lot we, we met some new characters and good way to start off the season.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was good. Was there even a trial? There wasn't a trial. They they came to a agreement, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: that was part of the. I don't know about this new guy. I don't know what side he's on. <laughs> kind of vibe.
2: Just workplace drama. That's all it is. <laughs> you
1: know, it's the same everywhere.
2: Oh yeah, when you get oh, yeah. down to it. All right. Love all the all the news, and I'm glad you're doing well. You're doing so much stuff. Um, let's get into some Thanks. holiday questions. We'll we'll go with Phil first. Hey Phil, what's your favorite holiday treat, song, and memory?
0: Oh my goodness. All three questions at once. Um, yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think my favorite treat is there's a special brand of like candy cane hot chocolate that I like that I get every year. I actually oh, just bought a four pound yeah. can of it. And you get some of that with some marshmallow fluff. It's oh. awesome. My favorite. So
2: you need this mug for it. Yeah, yeah.
0: I do. I, I took a big bunch of it to work and made everybody drink it.
2: You drink this. <laughs> you guys
0: are going to drink this. <laughs> and then favorite song. Like, do you want like old song or more contemporary song? I was thinking
2: more like or? contemporary poppy, but you can go with whatever you want. Yeah.
0: More modern, which isn't super modern would probably be uh Christmas wrappings by the waitresses.
2: Dun, 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 which, yeah. Dun, 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 yeah. And they're
0: from and... Cleveland. Did you know that? Oh Yeah, so there
1: you, you know, go.
2: A lot of people and things happen in Cleveland, you know, a, a Christmas yeah. story and all that stuff. There's a lot going on there.
0: Cleveland rocks, does it not? If I, if that, that's, that's right. right Cleveland rocks. Yeah. yeah. You know? And then my favorite memory would have to be, the thing that sticks out the most is when I was a kid, you know, you wake up in the middle of the night and I like snuck out under the tree to see what Santa had left and i wanted this like death star playset. this is you know right after return of the jedi came out or no no the first original so probably around 79 80. and uh so it was under the tree and it was it was not wrapped so i kind of touched one of the buttons on the top and it blew up like the <laughs> the cannon on top and off to bed I went, like ran real fast. <laughs> I was afraid I woke up everybody, so.
2: That's what you get, Phil, for sneaking down there yeah. before you're supposed to wake up. Hey, I
0: had to see if Santa came.
2: <laughs> he did. How about you, Nick? Uh, treat, song, and memory.
0: All right, I'm going
1: uh, kind of piggybacking off Phil there and saying that dark chocolate and peppermint bark is my favorite uh, candy or treat around Christmas time. Although my mother's chocolate fudge. You know, that's the nostalgic uh, part. She only makes it around Christmas. That's phenomenal, too. Um, Sidebar, uh, for Halloween, my other favorite holiday, I like candy corn, and I will die on that hill. I don't care what anybody says. You don't want it, give it to me. That's fine.
0: Same. I love it. Most people hate it. I like candy corn. Nothing wrong with candy corn. The best packaging
2: packaging for candy corn is a trash bag. (laughs)
0: Uh, that, that would be Tootsie Rolls, Katie.
2: No, Tootsie Rolls are awesome. No, no, no.
1: What have I done? What have I done here? Um, my uh, my favorite song, uh, if I'm going really old school, I love Mistletoe and Holly by Frank Sinatra. Mm. Uh, and and the, I, I can't give you anything contemporary. I'm not a contemporary soul. The closest thing I can give you comes from the 80s. And I, baby, uh, please come home. Darling, love, okay. uh, any of the any of the Darling Love Christmas stuff. I'm like, let's go. I like a little like a, kind of a party Christmas music. And then what was the other one?
2: Uh, memory.
1: Favorite, memory. Favorite memory. I had I had so many good Christmases as a kid. Like every single one was awesome. My parents didn't even put, didn't put anything out until Christmas morning because they knew like this this boy cannot be trusted. But I would say my my actual favorite Christmas was when my son was first born. He was like a month and a half old and we were, you know, we haven't we hadn't slept in that amount of time and we decided to get in the car and go home and being there with family and getting to rest a little bit and having everybody hold him and, and being all together like that. I think that was like, I think that's my favorite Christmas.
2: Oh, that's a good one. Mine's going to pale in comparison to that one. <laughs> 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 um, well, my favorite treat are my mother's and my grandmother's gobs. Do you guys know? I think Phil knows what gobs are. Do you, Nick?
1: No, is that an Ohio thing?
2: It's a Pennsylvania thing. So oh, Western Pennsylvania, so they're big in Pittsburgh. But they're they're like whoopie pies, but they're not whoopie pies. So they're like a cake cookie, and then mm-hmm. with a very delicious like whipped icing on the inside and when you bite into them, the icing squirts out the other end of it. Oh, delicious. Yes, please. Yeah. And then favorite song, contemporary, is either This Christmas, but particularly the one that Elliot Yamin from, anyone remember him from American Idol? I do, yeah. There you go, yeah.
0: I have a, I have an album, his oh. album, it's a Christmas album, yeah. Well,
2: Somewhere. I love his version of This Christmas, and then also NSYNC's Merry Christmas, you know, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays, Merry Christmas, that one. And then my memory ties into that song. There was a year that my sister, Jenny, my oldest sister, bought my myself and my other sister, Sarah, a very special gift. She brought it out. It was a huge box, huge, like probably, ugh, I can't, I, I don't know, the size of a furnace. And uh, we opened it up and there was another box in it. So basically it was a Russian doll gift. And <laughs> on it came down to just an envelope inside and there were NSYNC tickets. Nice. We freaked That's out. That's awesome. Yeah. We freaked out. This was the height of InSync. We went and saw them in Huntington, I believe, if I remember correctly, or it was Charleston. And Bewitched opened up for them. Do you guys remember Bewitched? No. Mm-mm. Say V is a big song of theirs.
1: <laughs> I remember Say Lovey. Okay, I
2: go. do remember that. Yeah, that was them. That was them. But it was an awesome memory. We went there. I remember getting one of the. It's like a what are those hats? The fisherman hats where it has the rim all the way around. Oh, I oh yeah. yeah. I don't know Bucking why they had those hats with NSYNC logo on them, but I got one.
0: <laughs> That's random. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: But that, that was a good ma- memory. And also, I always served at midnight mass. Um, and one year I was a candle girl and I was taking the candles up to the altar. And when you got up to the altar, you're supposed to bow your head. Well, that was the late 90s and we used a lot of hairspray. And I tilt my head down, but I didn't move the candle. And you heard the whole church go, oh! because my, my bangs went in the flame. <laughs> <laughs> but nothing caught. So we're all good. <laughs> That's <laughs> it was, great. It was a close call though. But yeah, the, so there you go. I think everyone has their own special memory of Christmas and they're all super unique.
1: Uh, Katie uh, working in hospitality. I have seen my fair share of hairstyles go up in flames over the years. That happens
0: a decent amount. Wow. Happen, happened to Michael Jackson. Shoot a Pepsi commercial, yeah, yeah.
2: Did, like all of his hair, or what happened?
0: It, it caught on, caught on fire. Yeah, nice. He's so Pepsi good, commercial, right? and, yeah.
2: Isn't that? I Love Lucy did it to her eyebrows, I think, and that's why her eye, her <laughs> Lucy Ball. She, uh, she did something, and it took her eyebrows off, so they were always tattooed after that, or something, or penciled in, or something. Yeah.
0: Mm. Did not know that.
2: Yeah. There you
0: go. Movie trivia.
2: Kids, don't play with flyer.
1: <laughs> yeah. Or too many hair products. Either way. Yeah. Paging Dr. Weedy. Paging Dr. Weedy. Please report to
2: Muggle with a Mike. Welcome to Muggle with a Mike's doctor lounge, where we get medical knowledge and expertise from our resident doctor dr weedy an actual medical doctor
3: hello katie hello phil and hello muggle with the mic listeners this is dr weedy coming to you from the doctor's lounge at muggle with the mic world headquarters in keeping with the winter holiday theme katie asked me to comment on a scene from the television show the office that involves symptoms of hypothermia as you may or may not know hypothermia is a medical condition that involves the lowering of the body's normal temperature First let me describe the scene. If you are a fan of the office, you will probably recognize it. If you're not a fan, no worries. You'll still get the gist of the topic, and maybe Katie can put a link to the YouTube clip of the scene in the episode notes. Okay, Jim is sitting in the Dunder Mifflin offices when he comments that it is snowing. Dwight, with his normal sarcastic snarkiness, replies to Jim. Oh my God, it's the first snowfall of Christmas. Is that just so magical for you, little girl? Can you not wait to have a hot chocolate and cuddle up with Papa and tell him about all your Christmas dreams, hmm? It's not even real snow. Look, it's dusting. Pitiful. Jim proceeds to go outside and gather up enough of the quote-unquote dusting to form a snowball, which he then uses to hit Dwight in the face. As with most interactions between Jim and Dwight, things escalate quickly. You apologize right now. Very well then I challenge you to a snowball fight on the first real snow of winter. You got it. Okay, now, cut to the morning of the first real snowfall. Jim is waiting outside the Dunder Mifflin offices to engage in the aforementioned snowball fight. Dwight is not there. Jim calls Dwight's phone. After getting Dwight's voicemail, Jim turns to go into the offices. I really love how this was shot because when Jim turns towards the door, you see for the first time a huge snowman in the parking lot, which was previously out of frame, and then you, along with Jim, see that the Scranton Business Park doors are chained and padlocked. The viewers and Jim together realize the horror of what is about to happen. Dwight busts out of the inside of the snowman in a blaze-orange tactical suit with a backpack attached to his chest full of pre-made snowballs and proceeds to pelt Jim until Jim falls to the ground. Then, the scene cuts to what I believe is referred to as a confessional shot, where Dwight is talking to the camera. I have no feeling and my fingers are but I think it was worth it. So, Dwight refers to not having feeling in his fingers and another appendage, which I bleeped for our more sensitive listeners. The reason Dwight is experiencing numbness is because his body is attempting to maintain its normal body temperature. Maintaining normal body temperature is one of the most important survival responses of the human body. As a matter of fact, the most important part of a survival situation that involves extreme temperatures is protecting yourself from the extreme temperatures. You will die from excessive heat or excessive cold long before you die from dehydration or starvation. In a cold environment, your body attempts to maintain its temperature by producing more heat and preventing the loss of heat. Your metabolism will ramp up, burning more calories to produce more heat. Shivering is also a response that produces more heat. Ever notice how physical activity makes you feel warmer? Shivering is basically involuntary physical activity designed to produce heat. Now, more germane to this discussion is how the body attempts to reduce heat loss. Your body wants to maintain its core temperature, which is the temperature in your chest and abdomen. Your body knows we got to have the heart and lungs, liver and kidneys working, or we are dead. Pretty much everything else can go. And yes, that includes higher brain functions. Your body also knows that a lot of heat is lost in our extremities due to the large surface area of the arms, hands, fingers, legs, feet, and toes. So your body will constrict the blood vessels to your extremities and limit the flow of blood, keeping more blood in the warmer core of your body. This results in your fingers and toes getting cold and then numb. Hopefully, Dwight, now that he is indoors, will be able to warm up and improve the circulation to his fingers and the other area before there's actual tissue damage. Actual tissue damage from the literal freezing of body tissue is what we call frostbite. Now I do believe the reference to the numbness in the other area is really for comedic effect. I would consider that area a part of the body's core. Ask most men who have been cold enough to experience significantly cold fingers and toes and they probably would not recall the other area really being significantly cold. Now Katie also mentioned Raynaud's syndrome in her topic for this episode. Briefly, Raynaud's, R-A-Y-N-A-U-D-S, involves the exact same constriction of blood vessels in your extremities, typically the fingers and toes. However, it is a very overactive response to what is usually a minor stimulus. Typically, it is a response to cold, but can also be a response to stress, medications, or even smoking cigarettes. In Raynaud's, even something as innocuous as getting some ice from the freezer will cause the person's fingers to turn blue, then white, and sting considerably. There may be treatments available depending on the cause of the Raynaud's, but avoiding triggers and understanding that though it is a pain, it is usually self-limited and is not dangerous is the key. And finally, Katie asked me to comment on my favorite Christmas movie scene, and of course I wanted to put a medical spin on it. My initial thought was to discuss the multiple traumatic brain injuries that Harry and Marv suffered in Home Alone, but being a bit older, I wanted to discuss a legendary movie scene from my youth.
0: (laughs) Are you kidding? Stick my tongue to that stupid pole that's dumb! That's cause you know where it'll stick! You're full of it! Oh yeah? Yeah! Like double dog, dare ya!
3: Will your tongue actually stick to a cold flagpole, a la Flick in A Christmas Story? Short answer, yes. Schwartz's old man was right. Your tongue is moist. It is coated in watery saliva. If you touch it to a very cold flagpole, say five to 10 degrees Fahrenheit, that moisture will instantly freeze and cause your tongue to stick to the pole. Have you ever reached into a bucket of very cold ice and had pieces stick to your hands? It's the same thing. Now, my issue is, did it really require the fire department to free Flick from the pole? Granted, he's a kid and he panicked, but if your tongue stuck to a pole because the pole is cold, then it will unstick if it's warmed up. I suspect if Flick cupped his hands around his mouth and pressed them against the pole and exhaled a lot of warm air into that small space, he would have warmed the enclosed area enough to free his tongue. Or perhaps someone, and I'm looking at you Miss Shields, would have brought some room-temperature water that could have been used to fix Flick's flagpole-affixed tongue. Try saying that three times fast. Seasons greetings and until next time, this is Dr. Weedy ending my shift. Remember. The opinion and content expressed in the Muggle with the Mike doctor's lounge is this whole position of Dr. Weedy do not reflect the thoughts of Katie, filler or Muggle with the Mike. The contents of the doctor's lounge are not intended as medical advice and should not replace an actual visit with a medical professional. Any portrayal of any person's real living is purely coincidental. Uh, yeah, we got, uh, some eggnog and a little gingerbread. Thank you.
2: Hey Muggle with the Mic listeners, have you heard about an app called Newsly? Newsly is an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. It picks up the most trending articles on the web on topics you choose at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. You can follow any topic as specific as you like from sports, tech, business, science, Bitcoin, or even if you are so inclined, the Kardashians. It will find you the latest articles and read them to you aloud. The entire web becomes listenable for the first time, all in one place. Browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. And they have podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 80 countries. Muggle with a Mic is there too. They even have digital radio. Download and use Newsly for free now from Newsly, that's N-E-W-S-L-Y dot M-E, or from the link in our episode description, and use promo code Muggle and receive a one-month free premium subscription. Stop scrolling. Start listening. Newsly. So, let's get into our favorite Christmas TV episodes. So, we'll do this one by one. How about that? Christmas or that? holiday? Well, holiday, yeah. We're doing hey. a Christmas TV special, but you can include, yeah. you know, Thanksgiving, New Year's, whatever. So, yeah. let's go with Nick first. What's your number three?
1: Uh, my number three, all of the Bob's Burgers Halloween episodes. Okay. Uh, I, I could watch them one after the other the one in particular where they get trapped in their clubhouse by millie uh who is obsessed with louise and they're freaking out that they're gonna miss trick-or-treating and uh i I don't i don't know i know like i I assumed my memory would come or my favorites would come from when i was a kid and i'm like "No." no basically every tv show uh i like have discovered here in the last four or five years so everything Bob's Burgers Halloween.
2: It's amazing what they've done with these adult cartoons that, you know, Family yeah. Guy, Sim- Simpsons, of course, but how popular they become and how their quality, you know, the storylines are yeah. quality.
1: The Simpsons makes, a, uh, makes an appearance on my list too. So
2: Do they? <laughs> yeah. All right, Phil, what's your number three?
0: Uh, my number three is probably there's an episode of MASH called oh. Death Takes a Holiday. And uh, that always kind of stood out to me because there was like a a soldier that got wounded and they were trying to keep him alive until after Christmas. So his family wouldn't, you know, every year at Christmas think that, oh, like he died on that day. Mm. So they kept him alive until after. And then they were, um, I think there was a a bunch of orphans that they were trying to entertain on that, like the, the different people. They were trying to. Uh, spread some holiday cheer too but it was a good christmas episode yeah it was sad but very meaningful sweet yeah
2: classic too mash
0: yeah yeah I love Uh, mash
2: well so i had a tie for third i'm cheating i chose the downton abbey christmas at downton abbey episode which was the season finale where they're they're having a dinner and a ball and i love downton abbey just because The elegance and you know the tradition of how they did everything so and it was just during christmas time seeing that i called a castle that castle with the snow around it it just i loved it loved it so much and then my other tie was how do you guys feel about glee
0: never seen never watched it
2: (laughs)
1: well you threw us the ball and we slammed it right down on the floor i'm so sorry
2: (laughs) Swinging a miss. Um, yeah, no, I loved, I loved Glee. I don't care if people thought it was cliche or they didn't like. Some people like didn't like the production of it and everything. Thought it was wasn't as quality as it should be. But I loved Glee um, and their extraordinary Merry Christmas episode, which was season three, episode nine. I loved it. They do like an old classic TV Christmas special in black and white, almost like. Uh, circus like the 1960s and I I just liked how they did that and um and it's music so I love I love music so those were my tie for number three uh let's go with Nick what's your number two
1: you set me up and you didn't even realize that Glee works for my number two because I had a tie between the season two and season three episodes Christmas episodes of Community um I love community. In season two. Oh, yeah. Season two, that's when Abed is dealing with a little bit of trauma that he that his mother is not going to come be with him uh, at Christmas this year. So he's decided the whole world is taking place in claymation and he's got to go to Candy Mountain and and uh, find the true meaning of Christmas. And the, the group is somewhat going along with him and, and trying to turn it into a therapy session at the same time. Uh, and then the next season, it's their kind of glee send-off, right? The, uh, the glee club at school is not allowed to perform the songs anymore, so their their instructor, Mr. Rad, one by one enlists everyone to be in a, in a new glee club, and they each have their songs. I think my favorite song is the one they sing to Pierce called Baby Boomer Santa, uh, which is basically saying that Boomers came up with everything that ever happened good in the world. <laughs> and and of course he buys into that and they're all obsessed with regionals. Uh, gotta get to, gotta get to regionals. What are regionals? Anyways, I don't even know. They're regionals. <laughs> we're this close pairs. Um, no, they're
2: just, totally dogging. They're totally making fun of Glee completely. And I love it. I totally agree with what they're making fun of. Uh, but yeah. that, that is those two episodes are really good. I almost put them on my list, but I, I went for Downton Abbey. Oh,
1: yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's tough to come down to three. There have been so many good ones. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I love that show so much.
2: Well, and help me out. How long would it take to do a, what, 21, 22-minute long claymation? That had to have been a lot of work.
1: I, I'm sure they were working on that for over a year. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that that was the plan. From the from the beginning. Because yeah, that would take forever.
2: Oh yeah. That was good. And it was really
1: impressive too. It was really well done.
2: And the story how they were doing the, you know, the the funny wording on, you know, Candy Mountain and all that stuff. And there wasn't there a candy cane lane or trail or something they were talking about. Oh, yeah. It was good. Oh yeah. Of yeah. Them. yeah. <laughs> Jeff in a box. And then uh Jeff in a box. Shirley Baby, Troy Britta Soldier. Britabot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a good episode. Um, all right, Phil, you're number two. My first
0: one was very specific. It was a specific episode, but I am going with the Doctor Who holiday Christmas specials, Christmas New Year, uh, which there was many. So, but those those were always something I enjoyed very much, especially there was one called uh, Doctor Who, A Christmas Carol. So, But they, they did a lot of them, so I would put that as number two.
2: Do they do one every year? And how many seasons of mm-hmm. Doctor Who are there?
0: Oh, my goodness. Um, I know they did there when, like, David Tennant and um, Matt Smith were doing it. They did it every year. Before that, I know they did some back in the, like, 60s or 70s. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they did them every year. But those are the ones that stand out most to me is, like, the Matt Smith, uh, David Tennant ones. Yeah.
2: yep. Yeah. Alrighty, well, my number two is Gilmore Girls. Are you guys Gilmore Girl fans?
1: Again, you've thrown me the ball and I chucked yeah. it directly into the river.
2: Goose egg, goose egg. Um, <laughs> it's, the, it's the episode that's the the Bracebridge dinner, which basically what's happening is Gilmore Girls, Lorelei's the main mother, and she works at an inn in this very small town. New England town. And they have been preparing for this group of people to come and they do like this period dinner there and they've got it all ready. The, um, the chef there has a dinner all planned and they're super prepared for it. And then they get snowed in and the people who were supposed to come can't come for the dinner that they worked so hard on. So what's really sweet is the whole town comes together and they have the dinner together as a town. And they have sleigh rides, and it's really, it's really cute and special. And, there's, of course, there's snowed in, so there's snow everywhere. And I just loved it. I'd love to Wonderful. own it. Yeah, I'd love to have an inn and <laughs> have a Christmas dinner at it, and that'd be fun. There you go.
1: I mean, you're, you're one step away from a Hallmark movie there.
2: <laughs> it's, bas- it's basically like a Hallmark, but they're super sarcastic in it. They know right. that they're like a Hallmark movie.
1: <laughs> Does it have a workaholic girl in the city? Does it have one of those?
2: Eventually, there is kind of. You, Paris is kind of like that, yes. But she's okay. not in the city. She's in a smaller town. But yes, they have a version of that.
1: <laughs> oh, they flipped it. Okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, let's go for our number one Christmas. All right. Or holidays, As promised, episode. The Simpsons
1: making a, making my number one miracle on Evergreen Terrace. They do some last minute Christmas shopping and everything's under the tree. And it's got, it's just got some of my favorite lines from the Simpsons, which is saying something because if I, I'd have to make like a top 100 Simpsons Simpsons lines, but Bart is messing with Lisa with the presents under the tree. And he says, I believe you are getting a yellow sweater. And she says, Bart, quit it. And Marge comes by and goes, Bart, put down that yellow sweater.
2: Um, (laughs) (laughs) Give <laughs> he,
1: yeah, he wants, to, he wants to get up before everybody else and open his presents, and he, he drinks a lot of water the night before, so he, he has to pee in the middle of the night, and he gets up and he's messing with his presents, and he gets a fire truck, plays with it, and it catches on fire, sets the tree on fire, all the presents ablaze. He puts it outside in the snow, covers it up, and as soon as the family comes downstairs, he makes up and sees what went on, he says that they were robbed, right? and makes it this whole thing. And it's my favorite line ever. They're all crying and they're huddled together and sobbing, what are we gonna do? And Homer goes, can't we skip church? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, because every family has been through something like that, where they go through something, they're stressed out during Christmas, and then they have that thought, do I have to wake up early for, cr- for church in the morning?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a conflicting feeling when Christmas is on a Sunday, isn't it? You're oh, yeah. like, well, this is the reason for the season, but I got a lot to do
2: today. Come on. <laughs> that's that's why Catholics have midnight mass. We get it over before and then we can sleep in.
1: <laughs> I believe that's the original creation of midnight mass was for Sunday Christmases. If I if I remember my history that I'm making up right now.
2: Yeah, hey, we'll go with it. We'll go with it. Yeah, that is fact now. No one else can yeah. refute it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I have to watch that episode every year. I love it. It still makes me laugh.
2: There you go. Uh, now, is there anything in a Simpsons Christmas episode? Because we know Simpsons has like predicted things. Like it's kind of freaky how they do. Is there anything that you can think from a Christmas episode that has happened?
1: Hmm. I'd have to think about that. Not off the. Not off the top of my head. Not not from that one.
2: Yeah, because it, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that they've predicted in there before it's happened. It's it's kind of creepy. Yeah.
1: Well, they like they she literally Lisa says something about President Trump. Like, yeah. this was in season nine or ten. Like some some of the stuff is just loose, and the other stuff is like, wow, they freaking nailed that. Uh,
2: it, it's but a little I scary. Think
1: that's, yeah, I think when you when you have smart people with their eye on on society and trends mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you're bound to you are about to be right a couple times. Oh yeah. In season in season 5 they do a futuristic episode where Lisa is in college and there's a hologram of a tree and the sign underneath that says in memory of an actual tree. <laughs>
2: like That's a little just scary little things too. Like that. so that's that sad. That is scary. But that Yeah,
1: that was over 20 years over 25 years ago. Wow. Yeah.
2: It's I coming
0: think... wait about 5 years and yeah we have hologram trees
2: phil's yule tree kind of yeah. looks like a hologram tree if you think about it yeah uh phil what's your number two
0: well i do have an honorable mention okay since we only had three but uh the macy's thanksgiving day parade oh, always like yeah. watching that every year so
2: and the dog show. but
0: <laughs> there you go yeah uh probably my number one would just be like all the Rankin bass uh stop motion stop animated specials rudolph the red-nosed reindeer rudolph shiny new year A year without santa claus uh santa claus is coming to town
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know all those uh christmas classics you watched as a kid and then also who doesn't love charlie brown
2: yeah you can't you can't beat that and yeah, go so back to go all the- those
0: together i'm cheating a little bit but <laughs> no it works
2: you're allowed there are no rules here on Muggle with a mic no. Also, the music in Charlie Brown. I mean, Nick oh, yeah. old, old soul with music that jazzy oh, Christmas music. Mm, love it.
1: Yeah, I've got a playlist that's got that on there. It's got Ella Fitzgerald on there. Like it is. A, it is a very jazzy Christmas, and I'm like, that's that's you know, coffee shop crackling fire. That, that's my kind of Christmas party.
2: Oh yeah. Oh, I'm right there in my mind right now. It's a good place. Yeah um all right my number one is basically all of the office christmas episodes
1: yeah i had a feeling
2: yeah (laughs) but if i have that one coming (laughs) if i have to narrow them down i have a list here benihana christmas that's a great one and then the whole scene the whole scene when the food in at benihana the moroccan christmas is the rehab episode um Classy episode, where Michael flips the party planning committee upside down and wants to change everything for Holly. Um, And then Dwight Christmas, I mean, uh, Belschnickel is nigh. (laughs) (laughs) Can't beat a Dwight Christmas. And then Christmas Party is the very first one where they're doing the Yankee swap and all that fun stuff. Yeah.
1: Oh my, that one still, that one hurts. Nothing hurts as bad as Scott's Tots, but that one hurts pretty bad.
2: Scott's Tots, you know, people say it's the worst episode, but by saying that they mean it's a great episode because it is. Well, it's the
1: most, yes, it's absurdist theater, isn't it? It's like, it's not that it's bad, but universally line up a hundred people. What episode puts a knot in your stomach and makes you want to puke? Oh my God, Scott's Tots. Yeah,
2: oh. so good. Phil, you don't watch Sorry. it, but basically, Scott's Tots is Michael promises to pay for like thirty kids' college tuition, and he has to tell them that he can't pay for it. They're ready to graduate. They think oh, they have college okay. paid for, and he he tells them, "Here's some uh, laptop batteries instead." <laughs> he promised to be just- serving
0: up some tater tots. He <laughs> uh,
1: promised them this 20 years ago. So they've like they are, are like 15 years ago. So they've grown up. They've gone all through school thinking this was about to happen a minute.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: Oh my lord. They've they've thrown a big party for him to say thank you. It's just uh, uh it's
0: awful.
2: He is I'm very
0: surprised nobody mentioned uh Seinfeld Christmas, like the festivals episode. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I just I, figured everybody would... I've never been a huge Seinfeld fan, but I think it's just because I, I didn't watch it when it was out, like when it was on TV live. So but I I can Jerry Seinfeld's form of comedy is very good. It's relatable.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's about as close as they get to a Christmas episode on that on that show, too.
0: Yeah. Well, um, did anybody watch uh speaking of Christmas episodes, did anybody watch the guardians of the galaxy Christmas holiday special. Not yet. Not
1: yet.
2: Well, okay. I've been a little busy Phil because, uh, just to update our listeners, I was running for Maestro for a moment and I won. Yay. So, so I've been a little busy. Thank you. Nick, do you know what Maestro for a moment is?
1: I don't. You're only busy for, me for me a moment. <laughs> still, Congratulations.
2: Yeah, thank you. Well, what basically what it was, we did an episode on it. I, um, You raise money for our local symphony, the Ohio Valley Symphony, and whoever raises the most money gets to go up and conduct them as they play sleigh ride. Um, So all three candidates combined, we raised $20,000. Holy
1: moly. Well done.
2: (laughs) Thank you. So uh, I got to go up. It was the best, honestly, one of the best moments of my life, without a doubt. When I, when I marry Chris Evans, that will pale in comparison to that moment up on stage. It was so fun, um, but so I've been busy with that, and uh, I haven't been able to watch any like TV or movies. So no judgment. How was it?
0: Uh, we can, we can, we can discuss that on a future episode.
2: Okay, let's do that. I will watch okay. it though.
0: Well, I guess it doesn't do me any good to ask if you saw the new. A Christmas Story, Christmas movie.
2: It's on She's HBO Max, right? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. I I've
1: heard it. it's very touching. I've I've heard people that 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 watched it really liked it.
0: Is that what you? I enjoyed it. Experience? Yep, yep.
2: Well That's. Good, I mean, you it?
0: can't go into it thinking it's going to be uh, like a classic, like an original, but it does like sure. you know it follows up with those characters, has original actors, at least as far as the kids go. Um, so it's it's very. Very good. I liked it.
2: I'm always worried when they do something like that that it's not going to be. So the fact that good things are being said about it makes me optimistic.
0: Yeah, they they uh they did a good job with it. Good. I feel
2: good. Was it the same house in Cleveland?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
2: nifty. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. That's fun. All right. Um. Well, do you guys want to play a holiday TV special game quiz thingy?
1: always <laughs> sure
2: what I'm going to do is play a clip you're going to see the video the audio listeners only get to hear it but you'll see a clip and it's going to end at a random moment you have to tell me either answer a question or tell me what happens next
0: okay, okay. that's not going to be a Glee episode is it
2: all we of them we have to are. sing the answer they're all Glee and you have to answer in lyrical form
0: <laughs> The the answer every time for the
1: Glee episode is they sing
2: <laughs> they break out into song. Yeah. Oh!
1: Uh, in the future, if you want to do a White Lotus deep dive, I'm your man.
2: I Okay, so help me out. What is White Lotus on? HBO Max. It's a series. How many episodes and how long are the episodes? The second
1: season, uh, at the finale is actually tonight, seven episodes. And then the first season was either seven or eight. Just like that, and okay. it is, and it is a show. It's a show that's literally hard to explain, right? But if you ever if you ever go down that road, it's like it's it's a social commentary. It's a it's a who done it. It's you know there's a, there's a lot of things that it is. So Ooh. that that it is there's a it is a lot of things. Yeah. You know, so just just in it that for future exciting? episodes. Oh, it's current. Okay. Yeah, the first the first season takes place at a resort in Hawaii, and the second season takes place at a resort in uh, Sicily, and these are White Lotus resorts. That's that's the name of the uh, resort corporation.
2: Um, now I've wanted to watch that because I've heard so many good things about it, like amazing things about it. But I just I couldn't figure out what it was on, and there's so many streaming services that you can't keep track anymore.
0: I oh, know it's tough. It's too much. It's too yeah. much
2: so this first clip is geared towards nick i'm sure phil hasn't watched a full episode of this first tv show but i have a feeling nick does and and birdie might have watched it okay <laughs>
1: yep.
2: so we'll we'll see we'll see if you've seen it before we go. <laughs>
0: To Bluey from Mom and
2: Dad.
0: Oh, it's
1: for me! Thanks, Mom and Dad! Whoa! Whoa, I love him! I'm going to clue Are you going to give us multiple choice?
2: Yeah, so I can. um, If you know it right away, you get five points. If you don't know it and I give you a clue, you get one point.
1: I don't know it, Phil, do you? No. So
2: so the question is, what does Bluey name her new doll? Um, Here are your options. Franklin, Bartleby, or Theodore?
1: Oh, daggone it, it's Bartleby. Phil, so I'm, I'm going to go with Bartleby. I, I agree.
2: Mom
0: and Dad.
2: Oh, it's for me. Thanks, Mom and Dad. Ooh. Whoa, I love him. I'm going to call you Bartleby. I think that's it. All done. Yeah. Yes, that's I knew it ah. when I heard it, but yeah, OK. Yep, Bartleby. I'm gonna call you Broadway. Okay, uh, so this next one is, I believe it is from Friends. Are we Friends uh, fans? Yes. Okay. I think uh,
1: I'm, I've got a decent shot here, Phil. We'll see, unless she's gone deep dive.
2: <laughs> all right, here we go. Oh. hey Ben,
3: what if the Holiday Armadillo told you all about the Festival of Lights?
0: Cool. Come on, Ben.
3: (laughs) Years and years ago,
0: there were these people called the Maccabees! Ho, ho! Merry Christmas! Santa!
3: Hey! What are you doing here, Santa?
0: Well, I'm here to see my old buddy, Ben.
2: What are you doing here? So the question is, what does he call Ross?
1: Isn't it something like Weird Turtle Man? Uh, Phil, do you know? I don't. It's, that's not it exactly, but it's something like that. What are you doing here? <laughs> All right, I, we'll, no. we'll take
0: a multiple choice. Uh-huh.
1: Multiple choice.
2: How about we just play it? Let's just play it.
0: <laughs> it's probably, well,
1: probably I'm probably here
2: will.
0: to see my old buddy, Ben. What are you doing here? Weird... turtle men? <laughs> I'm the
2: Holiday Good job!
1: Thank you. I thought I, was, I thought I was right there, but okay. Nailed it. Yeah! Five points.
2: That's five points! Alright, this next one is from The Simpsons. So, Nick, you should get this, right?
1: I, I should, but now, you know, now you've set me up here, Jack Comment. All, right.
2: <laughs> all right, drum roll. Reputation's
1: on the line. No pressure. Miss, we, we wish you a
2: Merry Christmas. Christmas. We wish. Oh, hello, Lisa. I just came down for a glass of water. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, you do have a present under the tree. I guess no one told Santa you were a Buddhist.
2: Well, Santa can take it back
3: because I'm not ruled by material desi. <gasps>
1: So is that a pony?
2: (laughs) (laughs) The question was, what's under the tree for Lisa? So let's go. She
1: thinks it's a pony.
3: Well, Santa can take it back because I'm not ruled by material (gasps) design. Is that a pony?
1: I don't know what Santa left you. I just know his name is Clip Clop and he loves sugar. There you go. Sorry, right, Phil, I went
0: I went rogue on that one. I apologize. No, I was going to say a saxophone, but... <laughs>
2: right. A saxophone-shaped pony. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, next one. You're doing great. Uh, Next one is from The Office.
1: Somebody really got carried away with this. Spirit of Christmas. It was me. I got carried away with the spirit. Wasn't there a $20 limit on the gift? This is 400 bucks. You don't know that. Yeah, you left the price tag on. I did? Why? Oh, shoot. Wow. Okay. well. Who cares? Doesn't matter what I spent. What matters is that uh, Christmas is fun, right? Michael. Oh, hey, for me, what
0: is in
1: here?
2: Uh, This is too easy for Nick, probably. What's in Michael's gift?
1: Phil, do you have
0: any guesses? I do not.
1: It is uh, handmade of uh, mittens from uh, from Phyllis. What is in here? Oh,
3: come on! I I knitted it for you.
1: An oven mitt.
2: Okay.
1: So Phyllis is basically saying, "Hey, Michael, I know you did a lot to help the office this year, but I only care about you a homemade oven mitt's worth." I gave Ryan an iPod.
2: <laughs> Michael's, do I get, do I get Michael, partial credit? You get complete credit. You get complete credit. Okay. Um, okay. You knew it was an, a mitt of some sort. Um,
1: yeah. yeah.
2: Phyllis' is acting there and Michael's acting is amazing. When Michael bites his lip <laughs> he's just so disgusted by the oven mitt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love that show so much. Okay, this next one, Phil, it's from Doctor Who. Oh, goodness. Here we go. Pressure's on. I wondered if you'd notice. Doctor, why are you naked? Because I'm going to church.
3: Ooh. Better. Oh, that was quick. Hologram clothes projected directly onto your visual cortex. So you're still naked underneath.
1: Everybody's naked underneath.
3: Don't say things like that. It's Christmas. Come meet my family.
1: Hello. So, uh, here he is. Hello, the Oswalds. Hello. Merry Christmas. Hello. Hello. Hello,
3: handsome. Anyone for Twister?
1: So, this is the Doctor, my boyfriend. <laughs>
2: Isn't anybody going to say hello? Hello. <laughs> so the question is, why are they acting so odd?
0: Oh my goodness!
2: What do you find uh, out right after that moment?
0: They all the tryptophan in the turkey. <laughs> Not a Scooby Doo.
2: Would you like options? Yes. Okay. Your options are he's too happy. British people aren't into emotion and infection. They can't see his clothes and like she couldn't see his clothes and then he has food in his teeth.
0: Couldn't see his clothes.
3: Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me a moment. Listen. Yes. I've got an idea to break the ice. Why don't I project my clothes hologram onto their visual cortexes, too?
1: So, to be clear, no one except me can
3: see your clothes? Yes, and I'm starting to think it may be causing tension. Are we playing Twister now? <laughs> hey? Sorry.
2: So, yeah, they couldn't see his clothes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Are we ready for a Seinfeld clip?
1: Oh, heck yeah.
2: All right, here we go.
3: Oh, hey! Hey! How come I didn't get a Christmas card? Everybody else got one. Jerry got one. Kramer got
1: one. I thought we were good friends. I don't get a Christmas card. I don't get it. You want a
2: Christmas card?
0: You want a Christmas
1: card? Do you know, Phil?
0: No. I don't remember.
1: Elaine, Elaine takes George's head and pulls it into her bosom and says, there, there's your Christmas card.
2: You want a Christmas card? You want a Christmas card? All right, here. Here's your Christmas card. There you go.
1: <laughs> you can put it on the board.
2: <laughs> His hair is is a character in a, in and of itself in that scene. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. This next one is from Saturday Night Live.
0: Old Saturday Night Live or new Saturday Night Live?
2: What's old to you? It's not like new-new. New. It's a Chocolate classic. Luchy, oh, it's not yeah, that old. No. Okay. It's not, it's not <laughs> sweaty balls either. It's not that clip, so <laughs> here we go. So
1: many Christmas songs, and all us Jewish kids had was the song Dreidel Dreidel Dreidel. And uh, <laughs> so uh, I wrote a brand new Hanukkah song for you Jewish kids to sing, and I
2: hope you like it. <clears throat> First line of the song.
1: Does he start with the chorus? Does he start with put on your yarmulke? Here comes Hanukkah. Put
2: Uh,
1: on your yarmulke. Hope you like it.
3: (laughs) Put on your yarmulke. Here comes Hanukkah. So much funnaker to celebrate Hanukkah. Good
0: job. Put it on the board.
2: (laughs) You're doing great you are anymore.
0: dominating
1: <laughs> <laughs> I only child watched way too much tv that was this makes
0: me thing. want to go back and watch all those episodes though stuff i forgot about
1: there you go.
0: joanna's joanna's family on the has this like hollywood game night thing
1: that we've played once and i know it's because i dominated the heck out of it and the the, the rest of the time they were like no we're not playing that
2: you have to be the you have to be the <laughs> uh, the game announcer you can't participate yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll be the phone a friend.
2: So, are you guys fans of New Girl?
0: Yeah, I don't think I didn't finish it,
1: but yeah, Joanna is a big fan I of New
0: Girl. Okay. Haven't seen it.
2: Oh well. Hopefully, can you can you phone a phone a wife?
0: Uh, I <laughs> might be
3: able to. Yeah.
2: Hey. Hey. If you can't get it, maybe you can. Okay. Here we go. Here's the clip.
3: Very bad for our brand. Well, whether or not Santa's real, it's just nice to have something to believe in.
2: Did you just say whether or not Santa's real? You
1: don't believe in Santa Claus, do you? No. <laughs> do
3: I wish Santa was real? I
2: mean, yeah.
1: Santa's not
3: real, Winston. Shut up, stupid. <laughs> you're a dummy. You're the So, and I don't even, like, you're the, okay. Oh, here we go. You know what? what look who's talking. You're the same guy who only eats mayonnaise on game days. Well, that's how you make the Chicago Bears win. Hey, Winnie, were you a good boy this year? Oh, really? Fire.
1: Stop, guys, stop. Don't find the cranberries. Stop. Fire. I don't
2: I don't know. Mess okay, what happens next? It's a we it's need a options. it's a theme throughout probably... the whole episode. Um, options are: Winston knocks a tree over, or Winston falls down, or Winston gets a cranberry stuck on his ear.
0: Phil, you guess. I don't know, man. Uh, I'm gonna say knocks down the Christmas tree. My gut's saying he fought, fell down, but I'm going to say he knocked down the Christmas tree. Hey, I don't,
3: don't know. I do so ah, 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 Go for the Chills, your Chills, now?
0: Chills, Chills, Chills,
1: One got stuck in my ear. We got a cranberry.
3: Uh. In ear.
0: How is that
2: even possible?
3: Why don't you ask Santa Claus to get the cranberry out of your ear? Huh?
2: Schmidt goes, why Still. don't you ask Santa to help get the cranberry out of your ear? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Bill, we forgot the rules of sitcoms and the answer is always the most ridiculous thing. That's mm-hmm. true.
2: Yep. And so the whole episode, they have to go to all of their different Christmas parties, like work Christmas parties, and the whole time Winston has his, the cranberry stuck in his ear, and at one point they do something where he doesn't, Other, someone else doesn't know he has that, and they're lying. It's just, a, it's a hilarious episode. I love New Girl. Alright. Uh this is the next to last one it's parks and rec are you ready yay it's very quick so be ready
0: every year i give leslie the same present i give everyone a crisp 20 dollars bill <laughs> every year i give leslie the same present i give everyone a crisp 20 dollars bill and every year she gets me Something thoughtful and personal that makes me furious.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's a great character. Okay. Final clip, which I'm realizing I think I only have nine and I meant to have ten. All right. The last one comes from Community. Oh, Christmas,
1: Troy. Oh, Christmas, Troy. Thy candle shines so brightly. Oh, Christmas, Troy. Oh, Christmas, Troy. Much pleasure thou canst give me. Why do you guys do stuff like this? Because it's fun.
2: Yeah. What happens next?
1: Give me options. I can't believe. I don't know.
2: All right. So Jeff shakes his head and leaves. Jeff joins in on the decorating or Jeff says something sarcastic.
0: He gets a cranberry stuck in his ear.
1: <laughs> uh, Jeff joins in. No, uh, uh, Phil, what do you think?
0: I was going to say Ed joins in. Yeah,
2: joins
1: in.
0: Why not? That's what I was going to pick. but
2: Okay. Timpani roll. Because it's
1: fun. The sight of thee at Christmas
2: spreads hope and gladness far and wide. Great
1: job! <laughs> all right, nailed it at the end there.
2: You got like you got like so, all five or no, that was one. You got all fives except for like three of them.
0: Yeah.
2: Awesome
0: beast mode. So, Nick, well have you done. ever been in a Christmas episode of anything? Not yet. No. but Have that's, you ever auditioned? <laughs> For anything Christmassy,
1: it's not coming to mind.
0: I don't think so, because yeah. a lot of the
1: procedural stuff up here, it's like there's there's no Christmas uh, blacklist or Christmas Amsterdam or anything like that. So, yeah, or if or if it is, I don't get the whole script to know that it's the Christmas episode anyway. <laughs> I just get my little scene. So, fair enough. Yeah, one day, one day,
2: one day. One day. Um, I think. Well, you've been in a Christmas episode of Muggle with a Mike.
1: There you go. Yeah. Check mark.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, that's, that's it guys. Thanks so much for joining, um, on our holiday Christmas special.
1: Thank you for having Merry, me. I had a lot
0: of fun. Merry Christmas guys.
2: I also have to just note, I forgot to mention this. I love, uh, the Marshall university theater sign in the back. I just noticed it. And thank you. The delicately placed red, it looks like velvety blanket on the back of the chair. In the background
1: it's one of those uh it's it's joanne is like it's not a blanket, but it's a it is a kind of blanket that is like a uh cape and and a wrap thing at the same time and yeah it was laying in the other room and i thought i'll martha stewart this chair real quick
2: martha stewart it <laughs> great job it looks great thank you yeah all right well thank you guys uh do you have any farewell holiday wishes for our listeners
1: just Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. May your days
0: be merry and bright. Oh. May God bless us, everyone.
2: <laughs> bah, humbug. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Merry Christmas, everyone. Uh, we hope that your holidays are special. And for those that are having a hard time doing the holidays, we also are thinking of you and wish you a Merry Christmas as well. So thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Till next time.
0: Thank you.